And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have a special treat. It's Ashley Liao, a professional resume writer for Let's See Grandma, and she's going to discuss what it's like when working with clients, and we'll even hear some great insights on how she writes her documents. Ashley studied technical writing and communication at Texas Tech University and has held a variety of positions that have honed her craft. We will hear more about that during the show. So tune in if you'd like to hear some trade secrets of the best, and especially tune in if you're interested in working with a professional. You just may get some insight on how to get the most out of a resume service. So let's get right to it with our next episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. All right, Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing great. So I have to ask because being a resume writer is a really quaint position, but how did you get into all this mess? Um, well, it all started when I was in school. Um, I was trying to find my niche. I was always a good writer. And then once I started doing that, I started writing resumes and grants and cover letters. And that's where I really found a passion for just helping people and being able to take something that's super large and a hot mess and condensing it into one to two pages. That's awesome. And um, I always find that there's two types of people, the people who like to write and the people that hate to write. (laughs) Uh, When was the realization that you actually enjoy writing? It came in high school. I always had really strong English teachers that really inspired me to be a good writer. However, I was never really into the creative writing. I was never... I couldn't really brainstorm and come up with these creative ideas. So once I discovered that I could take these heavy documents and break them down, that's when I realized that I was really good at what I was doing. I would say I like writing more than uh, maybe this is just my SAT scores back in the day, <laughs> but more than like math and science and all those other types of things. So mm-hmm. uh, it really does take a creative brain. So, mm-hmm. so that's great. And I have to ask, why do clients see you to write their documents more than Um, rather than just doing it themselves? I feel like mostly what I hear when I'm working with clients is they come to me because they feel like I'm the expert and I know what job seekers and the HR department is looking for. And so I'm able to pull out the keywords that they may not be able to pull out themselves and then just have it in a perfected way to where the design layout is clean, cut, and concise. I'm sure a lot of that experience, or a lot of that actually just comes from the experience you have because, you know, Clients probably write a resume a few times in their lifetime, but how often are you writing resumes? I probably write about two to three a day. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's way more than what I would want to do. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. And two, I think it yeah. also helps. It's really hard to talk about yourself. Yep. And when you're in the job, you just do it. It just becomes super easy. But whenever I get to get on the phone with somebody or talk with you, in person, I'm able to pull out what you do and be able to put that on paper. I know even me, I don't like writing my own resume because it's hard, but helping other people, it's easier for me to put their words on paper. Yeah, that's a good point. We just had a other episode topic about this, but when we're writing our own resumes, it's so incredibly hard to cut out the things that we're so proud of when in reality, we need, we need a fresh perspective telling us that, hey, maybe this experience we had in 1999 <laughs> isn't what belongs in the resume right mm-hmm. now. So that's where you come as a resume writer and you look at clients and you look objectively at the job postings they're applying for. And, you know, you say, like, what belongs in the resume? Exactly. Now, I got to ask, what is the biggest mistake that you see clients when they're submitting their documents to you before they get through you? <sighs> The biggest mistake 
is a lot of them are too long. I've gotten resumes that have been upwards of six, seven pages, and I'm like, no one wants to read this. I don't want to read this. <laughs> um, so I think that's the biggest issue is people are unable to condense and really look at their highlights and put the emphasis on the most recent years. Yeah. What do you think is the disadvantage of having a really long resume? I think it just gets to the point where it's just too much and you're not, if you're looking, especially if they're different jobs and different positions, and they're not all focused, you can't really get a sense of what they're wanting to do. Or if they're wanting to move more executive, you want to focus on the executive and not necessarily the underground yeah. jobs. It, we just had an episode. Um, it's funny. I don't know if you listen to it or not. We talk about the biggest mistakes that uh, or four things employers hate when they're reviewing resumes. Mm -hmm. And we said thing number one, which was untargeted or unclear content. Mm -hmm. And I think that hits exactly what you've, that hits on the head exactly what you've said. Because if you're reading a resume and it's all over the place and it seems like um, if you have to ask yourself, why is this person applying for this position? Then they're probably not going to get the interview. Exactly. Just by the nature of not being focused. Mm -hmm. So. I'm excited to launch this next part because people want to hear kind of the creative process and how your brain works as a resume writer. You know, some people may want to take it on and write it themselves. So <laughs> take us into the mind of Ashley. Uh, what's your creative process like? So uh, for the creative process, one of my favorite things is whenever I work with the client, either in person, over the phone, email, whatever it may be, I always ask for as many documents as I can gather from them, whether that be job ads that they're interested in, um, recommendations that they've received from past supervisors, colleagues, whatever it is, and they think that will help me in the writing process, I gather all of them. And then I look and see what exactly, who they are as a person. So what I've gathered from talking with them and on paper. Because I don't want to lose their voice and who they are, even if the document is very professional. I want to make sure that they're still sh shining in the document itself. Exactly, yeah. So then once I have all a good idea, um, I look at their documents, and then I just start cutting. And I'm like, this isn't necessary. I don't think this is. And just rearranging and putting things in priority. So I work my way from top to bottom for our towards that. And then once I have a good, messy outline, that's when I start rearranging and rewriting and making sure everything is concise and followed yeah. through. Yeah, I'll cut in right there and say that I love what you said about you know getting it messy first and then refining it afterwards. Mm -hmm. I think so many people, especially if they're writing their first resume or a resume they haven't written in five to ten years, but a lot of them feel this writer's block that it has to be almost perfect or um, that's what's procrastinating them. But um, for you, it's like getting it all, you know, on paper first and then hmm. going back and refining it over and over again. Because you have to have a lot of content for you to concise it. You can't start with a little bit of content and then break that down even more because at that point you're losing what you're trying to say. Yeah. And then whatever I don't use. So if I've cut something, I'm able to formulate those into hard or soft skills. And then I'm able to place those on the resume separate. Okay. So hard or soft skills. Are you a proponent of having a separate section or how do you how do you generally convey that? I usually put the hard and soft skills at the top of the resume, just so that okay. way they're there. And whenever someone's viewing the resume, they can see that. And that's the first thing that they're drawn to. So if they don't even look at the rest of the resume, they see those skills that they're looking for, those keywords. They're all in the skills section and in the qualification summary. Okay. Probably one of the biggest questions I get from transitioners or people who are struggling to land a job they've never had before, but how... How would you convey that you're a qualified person for the position 
Um, and let's say you just haven't had the experience before, whether you're a student or a transitioner. For students, one of the things I always focus on is academic work. You're able to convey, let's say you did a huge senior seminar, you had these huge academic projects that lasted over a semester or over a year. That is important on the resume because even though you don't have the actual years of experience, those projects are able to transfer into years of experience, in a sense. So that's okay. what I always um, suggest is to put that information at the forefront. And if you're a transitioner, it's just a matter of formulating the skills from what you did. So if let's say you're going from sales to healthcare. Sales, you still deal with people, you make client conversation. Healthcare, you're dealing with patients. So it's just yeah. a matter of formulating and not necessarily twisting, but just creating the skills from what you've already done. Yeah. Guys, can you imagine what it's like when you have somebody like Ashley on your side to write your resume for you? <laughs> you're not alone. Um, it's it's pretty awesome to have the inside and another brain essentially working on creating this amazing document. So within the process, when you're writing professionally, so you'll send them the rough draft, right? Mm -hmm. And is there, how does the revision process work? Is there a back and forth communication with you and the client? Yes. And then the, how much just depends on the client itself. So sometimes it's just a simple, they're super welcoming and they're like, this is great. You know, and it's just like a cute couple here and there changes or whatever. I may have cut something because at the end of the day, whoever I'm writing the client for is the industry expert. So I may have cut something and they're like, oh, wait, this is actually really important. Yeah. So I add that back in. Sure. Um, but then you also have clients that are super invested and they're, <laughs> it's constant back and forth and just making sure everything fits their eye and has the professional outlook. So it really just depends case yeah. by case. Depends on the person. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember one working with one client, and uh, you are right. Some of them, it's they're very easy to please. Not saying that's the right answer or the wrong answer. It's just mm -hmm. that's the way it is. Uh, but some of them, you just got to get back on the phone with them. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, what do you, what do you want? What do you need? Um, exactly. But I mean, that's the fun part of like you know being a resume writer is just getting getting that invested. So mm -hmm. cool. So. You're going to love this one. If you could boil it down to one secret weapon you have when you're drafting resumes, what would that secret weapon be? I think it would be being able to take what someone has said and put it into words. So whenever people are talking, sometimes it's messy and long, and people are on the phone with me for 30 minutes, sometimes up towards to an hour. So being able to take all of that conversation and condense it into a couple lines. And isn't that a skill in general? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can apply the same thing really to interviews too, like because you have this message you want to communicate. It's essentially in most cases that you're qualified for the role and being able to boil it down into less than a minute or you know maybe less than two minutes, um, I think is a skill because people ramble on, ramble on, and they can do the same thing in the resumes. Oh, so. for sure. Cool. Like that weapon. I think I'm going to try to take that from you. <laughs> Before we wrap up here, I want to ask you, what is your favorite part and least favorite part about being a resume writer? My favorite part, actually, let's do my least favorite okay. part. My least favorite <laughs> so. part is just sometimes dealing with those big puppies that are eight, nine pages. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's just tiresome. It hurts my brain. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Usually it takes me two to three hours. Those can take upwards to six hours. And it's just a lot. So that's my least favorite. Okay. And, and just like 
to tell everyone to cut in, this is not unique to Ashley. This is every other recruiter or hiring mm. manager who has to deal with eight or nine page resumes. So if that's you and it specifically does not call for a long resume, highly recommend cutting it down because recruiters don't want to see that too. So. Exactly. Um, but my favorite thing about re being a resume writer is being able to talk with people that have worked in all different fields. I've worked with scientists. I've worked with sales executives. I've worked with um, people in event planning. So just seeing how successful people have been in the different careers that they're doing, I think is awesome. And just being able to get an inside look, like people yeah. have worked for giant enterprises. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I use this data and yeah. documents and technology that you are constructing. Like that's just awesome. And I've also loved dealing with international clients and okay. seeing their perspective on things and how to tailor different things. I had one client and he said um, that he wanted it conveyed that he could work with women. And I was like, that's such an interesting thing that that was on a resume because that was so important in the country that he was interesting getting a job in. So just Do you remember seeing, what country that was? It was like Saudi Arabia area. Oh, that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. So it was just a really cool perspective. You just get different life perspectives and seeing around the world how people are looking in the business professional yeah. way. So We had a client. Um, this is someone who I didn't write for, but I remember I was, I think I was managing the product project, but this client was applying to be a driving instructor for a Saudi Arabian company. Oh, wow. And so Saudi Arabia, I think it's Saudi Arabia, but they just legalized women driving. Mm -hmm. And that was just such an amazing thing that she was like applying for this program. Oh, and wow. So, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So like the resume can be, it can be used to get your foot through the door for any other position out there. So um, it's amazing that you're able to work with such a diverse group of clients in that way. So sure. Yeah. Cool. Keeps it exciting. <laughs> Does keep it exciting. <laughs> I would want to know like what's the weirdest, not weirdest, but most obscure, um, type of professional you've helped out with that just kind of surprised you? The, not necessarily the weirdest, but the coolest one yeah. that I thought she was um, like a plant breeder. And so she oh. was into like breeding like peas and different kinds of crops. And I was like, that is so cool. Like it was just interesting. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And even when I was on the phone, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I should get her over here and like teach me some stuff. You know? <laughs> right? It was just, and just like the science behind yeah. what she was doing. I was like, it was like a bullet point of that, like breeded plants at 32% efficiency. Pretty much. It was like analyzing different soils and how the yeah. different crops, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. awesome. Ashley. That's so cool. Cool. So I will conclude with any final words of advice you have for job seekers. Um, the best word of advice I can get is apply for any job. So I know I have a lot of people that are like, I may not be qualified for this job on my resume, but I'm always like, just apply for it. You never know. You can get your foot in the door. It could lead to another connection. Um, and then just cut it down to one to two pages. Do that. Okay. That will help you out. Um, and then just, just keep with it. I know the job search is rough. It's hard. But stay with it, and eventually it'll all work. All the work that you put into a resume, customizing it per job ad, it's going to end up paying out when you finally get that job. Fantastic. Well, Ashley Leal, you've been an excellent guest. Thank you for having me. Sure. How can people find out more about you? Are you on LinkedIn or what's the I am on LinkedIn. Um, you can follow me on there, and then that can get us in contact with the company. If you want me to write for you, I'd be happy to, whatever it may be. 
Perfect. Well, that's a perfect segue here because if you are interested in working with Ashley or um, just getting a resume service in general, we highly recommend heading over to letsygrandma.com. We really practice what we preach. We go very deep into the resume process. And one of the reasons I brought Ashley on was to really humanize and show that working with a resume writer could be awesome. So I highly recommend it. We've had tons of benefits of people coming on and working with us. You know, people who've had breakthroughs, people who um, feel a lot more confident going into their job search. So would recommend going to letseatgrandma.com. We will have a promotion that is going to last just for two weeks here. Go ahead and type in the promo code WARRIOR2019 and you can get 10% off any one of our packages. And heck, if you really want to work with Ashley, let us know too and we can pair you up. I'd be happy to work with y'all. I love it. (laughs) All right, everyone, this concludes the Career Warrior Podcast. This is episode number 72, and please enjoy the rest of your day. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.